It is now time for the Rural News with Monique Steele. Kia ora, Monique. And the sheep meat sector is grappling with rapidly dropping lamb prices. Yes, lamb prices have dropped to levels not seen for six years, taking more than 20% off sheep farmers' incomes. Lamb schedules have fallen in recent weeks, with some companies now offering just $6.50 a kilo, having been well over $8 two seasons ago. Baker Ag consultant Gary Messick says the drop was expected earlier this year, but it's been much faster, harder and earlier in the season than expected, as prices normally hold up until March. Export lamb prices are well down with record volumes of Australian product being sold. Mr Messick says the situation for local farmers is scary and budgets are in the red. The flip side, we've got more lambs, but doing a couple of numbers with a couple of clients, the more lambs don't make up for the, for the drop in the price. So 20% on, on just on income, I mean you, this one I'm looking in front of me, you know, store lamb price last year was 110 bucks, so we're forecasting less than 90 you know, dropping income 20-25%, you've got a lot of red numbers and budgets and those red numbers. There's no fertiliser and not much R&M going on and starting to talk about cutting some other things. You know, Any light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. The light's next winter, but it's we've got a lot to get through to get there. And it's, and it's, it's not a very strong light. It's gloomy and it's a lot of discussion, but I guess... We're saying to people, hey, stay in the fight. Don't compromise next year's production because they start thinking about that already and, and try and sell every lamb we can. Gary Massick says often a backstop for farmers who finish lambs is running fewer of them and selling surplus grass as silage. But he says this year dairy farmers don't need silage and they don't have the cash anyway. To other news, shearing is in the blood for a Masterton brother and sister duo who took out top shearing and wool handling awards over the weekend. Kushler Abraham won the open wool shearing final at the Manawatu and West Coast AMP show in Fielding on Saturday, while her brother Joseph Gordon took out the open shearing title. And furthermore, it was just 0.3 points that separated Mr Gordon from his older brother David Gordon in the four-man final. The number of agriculture businesses struggling to pay their debt is growing. New data from BWA insolvency firm shows a spike in agriculture business insolvencies in the first quarter of this year, up by 130% compared to the previous quarter. Managing Director Brian Williams says farmers have been unable to recover financially from low international demand, which has lowered commodity prices, and some are also still paying for severe weather events and flooding earlier this year. Uh, the reason that the uh, agricultural industry is going to suffer is because their top line, their sales are going to go down, their revenue income are because of the international prices that exist at the moment. That won't necessarily have a direct uh, consequence for insolvency practitioners because typically uh, farmers need to deal with their circumstances uh, themselves and they will do that together with their financiers. But the uh, supply side to the farming industry is going to suffer if that uh, tap is turned down to a uh, a lower volume, a dribble. Well, then those persons that sell tractors and um, hamburgers in the local um, pie shop are going to suffer as well. Brian Williams says there's likely going to be a second wave of business insolvencies ahead, with consumer-facing sectors in the firing line. 
East Coast farmers are being urged to reach out if they still need help getting their cyclone-damaged fences back into tip-top shape. The Farmy Army, alongside a raft of community groups and charities, are working in Hawke's Bay and Te Tairawhiti to donate time and materials to rebuild fencing torn down by Cyclone Gabriel. Since it's commenced the re-fence programme started in June, 70 farmers have received a helping hand. Programme coordinator Ben Moore says there's plenty more work to do as they head north of Tolaga Bay this week. Mr Moore says the vital revencing work helps keep livestock well away from rivers and roads. On social media, there have been a lot of accidents up and down the coast with stock on road. It's not the farmer's fault, it's just stock find a hole in the fence and off they go. And also where transit has been through and repaired the road, uh, they've obviously left a, a big gaping hole for the farmer to then go and deal with the fence. I shot into Eskdale in the Hawke's Bay and there's about 75 k's of fencing to do down there. Now when are they going to get there and do all that? Before the 24th of March, but we're going to have a crack. Ben Moore says farmers can apply for help with fencing and go in the draw for two donated tractors being given away on the Commence the Refence website. A New Zealand-based company which grows vanilla in Tonga says farmers there could lose their entire yield because of the drought. A drought was declared in Tonga last month and is expected to last through the summer as impacts of the El Nino weather pattern take hold. Helala Vanilla Chief Executive Jennifer Bogus says it's already really dry. Right now is pollination time, so the plants are flowering and then they're hand-pollinated, but in the situation where you've got a drought, basically the beans don't grow and then they you know, fall off the plant, and if the plants are under stress at all, the beans don't mature, so you don't get a crop. Ms Bogus says it's going to have a big financial impact on farmers. It's not just going to be vanilla, it'll be all crops and Probably the biggest concern is, you know, food supply over the coming months with farmers that are relying on growing their own crops and also selling on the local market for food supply. So that's probably the biggest concern from a, you know, community perspective. That's Jennifer Bogus of Hilala Vanilla. And just lastly, niche apple producer Rocket Global is moving into the South Island for the first time, planting 20 hectares in a Canterbury-based joint venture with Turley Farms. Rocket apples are a small variety sold in plastic tubes and exported to 30 different countries. A company spokesperson says while horticulture could transform the rural Canterbury landscape, Hawke's Bay and Gisborne will remain Rocket's home base. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te Oh, te tai whenua.